0: Bismillah ar rahim alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. To all the listeners, uh, my words are not spoken by me. It's put in my heart by Allah Ta'ala. So I'm going to speak about whatever Allah Ta'ala put in my heart. <clears throat> Allah Ta'ala put the truth on my tongue and make it a means of hidayat for those who are listening with the ears of Qubuliyat uh, who want to who want to follow the Haqq. Allah says <clears> in the <throat> Qur'an kareem <clears> قُلْ أَطِيعُ اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُ الرَّسُولُ And then <throat> Allah says in another place, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَطِيعُ اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُ الرَّسُولَ الْأَمْرِ مِنْكُمْ What is Allah Ta'ala's message in the Qur'an? We'll see various places in the Qur'an kareem Allah mentions, <clears throat> Follow Allah and follow Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa So this is the message from Allah Ta'ala That you follow me And if you want to follow me You will never get through to me If you do not follow my Nabi If you don't follow my Nabi You can never be a Allah, wali- And you can never reach me If you want to reach Jannah You have to follow my Nabi This is the way to reach me So how do we do this? How do we reach Allah Ta'ala? How do we follow Nabi sallallahu sallam? It's very easy. Nabee has come to mankind, Allah Ta'ala sent Nabi wa to mankind and preached to us the way to Allah Ta'ala. So everything which Nabeesam taught us must be followed and adhered to. Stringent as we follow the protocols of the government. More stringent than following the protocols of government. This is the protocol which we ought to follow. The protocol of Allah in his Rasul Sallallahu not any other protocol. So everybody, we all heard of Tarul Arqam. Tarul Arqam was the house of Arqam bin Arqam in Makkah Mukarramah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used this house to propagate and teach the deen of Allah Ta'ala. This was prior to uh, Hijrah. This was in the time when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam just got uh, nubuwat and he had to preach very secretly the deen of Allah Ta'ala. So this house of Arqam, uh, radiallahu an, was available to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to preach the deen of Allah Ta'ala. Now, look at how Allah Ta'ala works. Allah Ta'ala used Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's uncle, Abu Talib, who was a Muslim mushrik. He did not believe in Allah Ta'ala. Yet, he helped Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was by Nabi Sallallahu side until the Mushrikeen of Mecca, the leaders of the Quraysh, they exiled Nabi Sallallahu and the Muslimin and Abu Talib himself into his own valley, Valley of Abu Talib. He underwent all of this year for the love of Nabi Sallallahu who was his nephew, very beloved to Abu Talib. Yet he wasn't a Muslim. that is a very important lesson for us that a mushrik a kafir having so much intense love for the Nabi of Allah but Allah Ta'ala did not give him hidayat hidayat is written for those whom Allah Ta'ala wishes to take to Jannah so Allah Ta'ala did not give him hidayat but yet he protected Nabi Sassam he protected him until his last and then when, when he died, when Abu Talib died, Mushrikeen then found an avenue now to increase the onslaught against Islam and increase the difficulties and hardships against Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we take lesson from the story how, how much of difficulty the Muslimin had to undergo to bring, to bring the deen of Allah ta'ala to us. If it wasn't for their hardship and their difficulty they underwent, we would not have this pristine deen of Allah Ta'ala. Now this deen has come to us in a pure form. Unfortunately, what we have done is we have we have collapsed the pillars of Deen from within. From within. We have destroyed the pillars of Deen. How we have destroyed the Deen the Pillars of Deen? is by following the kufar we have left ita'atullah ita'atur rasul and we have adopted the protocols of the governments and the who's and the the bill gates foundation we have we have followed dr fauci and we have followed all the other mushrikin and the biggest kafirs in the world and we have we, we have followed them into jahannam what does Allah ta'ala say in the Quran? <laughs> Allah ta'ala says gather, gather all those Zalimin, all those the, the, those those Zalimin Mushrikin and their friends, all their Shayatin friends, Wamakanu Yabudun, and whatever they used to worship, gather all of them. And where to no, Mindunillah Mindunilla that they used to worship other than Allah. They used to worship other than Allah. What Allah in his Rasul says, that you must stand in the self, shoulder to shoulder. Because my Nabi SAW said, you must stand shoulder to shoulder. But we, no, we're not following what Allah in his Rasul SAW say. We say, no, because the, the time demands that we should now social distance. What they call SD. We must show, social distance. Why? Because the virus is going to attack us. In Salah, I ask you, my brothers and sisters, do you think so lowly of Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala is going to give you sickness when you come to worship Him? You come to His house, you're begging on His door, you're knocking on His door, you are prostrating in sajda in front of your Allah and your Allah is going to give you sickness. وَلَا quwwata illa billah. Where is our brain gone to? So you are standing in front of Allah Ta'ala and you're thinking so lowly of Allah that Allah Ta'ala is going to give you a virus. When you come to his house, and then what Nabi Prophet says, and all the imams until the beginning of the lockdown in 2020, every imam used to say, "Sudul halal, bain al That close the gaps, stand shoulder to shoulder. And now the opposite, brothers. According to protocols, we are supposed to uh, social distance. We're supposed to social distance. My brothers, who are you following? Who is your master? Is your master Rasulullah or is your master the government? Is your master Dr. Fauci? Is your your master Bill Gates? Is your master WHO? Who is your master? We have to introspect and find out and ask ourselves who do we follow? If we follow Allah and His Rasul, then do as Allah and Rasul demands us and commands us to do. That will earn us Jannah. What Allah says, so now take them and throw them, where? To the highway of Jahannam, Nar, throw them into the fire of Jahannam. وقفوهم. But before you throw them, احتبوهم, so keep them there, hold them there. Don't let them, don't, don't just throw them now into the fire. They're going to be questioned by Allah Ta'ala first. So before they go headlong into Jahannam, so... The dear ulama, I'm speaking to you, those who are, uh, so rigorously, um, putting, shoving these protocols of, of government on, down the throats of the Muslimin. Think about this here. You'll be questioned. Mas'ulun. You're going to be questioned before you go thrown into Jahannam. Why? I ask you a simple question that, do you think, do you think that Allah Ta'ala does not know what's going to happen in the future. That is our taqdeer. Allah Ta'ala knows everything. What happened, what is happening, and what's going to happen. What Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an al-Kareem, Wa Atmantu Alaykum Allah Ta'ala says that I have completed, I have perfected this deen for you. I have perfected this deen for you. So we as Muslimin in the 21st century, in 2021, we think that Allah Ta'ala's deen is not complete. So we need to introduce some kuffar laws in our system of deen to perfect it. That is how we think of Allah Ta'ala. That we think that Allah Ta'ala's deen is not complete. Nabi message was not complete. So we need to introduce new things into the deen to make it complete. So then we listen to the kuffar. That is, those are our masters. Our masters are the kuffar because we obey them. We don't obey Allah and His Rasul. So in the time of Nabi Sallallahu there was plague. In the time of Nabi Sallallahu there was sickness. Let me tell you something. When Nabi wa once came into the masjid, his masjid al Nabawi, he entered the masjid. The Sahaba were falling on each other. They were sick. They were so sick, they couldn't even stand. They were sitting and reading salah. But what did Nabi sallam say? Nabi sallam did not say, You can go and search all the, 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 the hadith and you will never find it. Nabi sallam said, Social distance. Go and sit and make namaz at home. Do not come. Do not infect the other Sahaba. Do not infect me. What is wrong with you? You are killing people. You are not saving lives. Nabi Sassam never said not one of these things here. What Nabi Sassam said, those who stand and read salah will get double reward of those who sit and read salah. Subhanallah. This was Nabi Sassim's message. So what did the Sahaba do? The Sahaba jumped up in their sickness. While they were so sick, they stood up and they stood in read salah because they wanted double reward from Allah Taala. This is the love that the Sahaba anhu, had for Allah Ta'ala's deen. And we claim we love Allah Ta'ala, we love Nabi Sassam. Brother comes with a musalla, he comes with a, uh, the the in niqab, with the mask. He stands next to you. He doesn't want to come and touch you. Why did he come to read salah? If he Allah Ta'ala is going to give him the disease, then the disease is going to come from the next person. Do we not know the hadith of Nabi Sassam? لا wa ولا سيارة La adwa means there's no NO contagion of disease. We have to have this understanding. We have to have this belief. It is our aqidah that Nabi Salasim said there is no contagion in din. Another hadith, whether you uh, believe the authenticity of this hadith or you don't, Nabi Salasim said that the disease does not come upon the masajid, the disease does not descend upon the masajid. Why would Allah ta'ala send disease upon the masajid? This is the place of worship of Allah. Ta'ala. Why would Allah ta'ala send disease upon the masajid? If you come and worship Allah, Allah will not send you back with the disease. You might have, you got this disease, Allah ta'ala gave you the disease. In one household, there can be five people, one person will get the disease. And so many times it happened the person who went to the masjid to read salah, he did not pick up the disease. Everybody else in the house who had, uh, lockdown in the house. They did not go out of the house. They were uh, captivated in the house. Those people got the disease. Those who went to the masjid of Allah, they did not get the disease. The, disease. Those who did not go, they got diseased and diseased. But those who went to the masjid, they did not. They did not get the disease because Allah Taala. Allah Taala saves. Allah Taala helps you if you worship Him. If you get the disease, it is a death from Allah Taala. It is a means of you getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala only wants you to go to Jannah. But we want to, we, we want to impose on ourselves things which are not from Allah Ta'ala, not from the hadith of Nabi alaihi not from the sharia of Allah Ta'ala. We want to impose things upon ourselves as if it was not taught about by Allah Ta'ala. Astaghfirullah, a'udhu billah. You think this this, the, 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 this disease here is not was not in the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala is going to send a disease and this, the, 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 there is no protocol in Sharia for these kind of diseases. So we have to introduce these things. Your salah is not valid if you use social distance in salah. Your salah is not valid if you wear a mask in salah. Your, your, your salah is not valid if you satanize, sanitize before salah. My brothers and sisters, when we were small, in our maktab, our ustaz taught us that daru, liquor, alcohol is haram, is napak. We were taught that in maktab from six and seven, even before we had madrasa, daru. You know, our parents told us, don't go down that aisle there. That is daru, is haram, there is napak. So we stood far away. We walked, we bypassed, we ran past it quickly. But nowadays, the ulama are telling us, you must sanitize before you come in the masjid. Sanitize with what? With alcohol. The two wajibat of salah, the prerequisites of salah is tahara of the body, tahara of the clothes. Now we are breaking those two prerequisites of salah before we enter salah. So we put uh, alcohol sanitizer on our body. And it goes on to our clothes, and then we rub it in nicely, and then we go read salah. Our salah is not even accepted in the first place because we've got daru on our clothes, daru on our, on our body. How is our salah accepted? How are we going to get help from Allah Ta'ala? How do are du'as going to get accepted? How are we going to reach Allah Ta'ala? We can't. So you sanitize and you read salah, and you sanitize and you come and worship Allah Ta'ala, your ibadah is not accepted. Those ulama, can we call him ulama? Those people who say that Nabi Wasallam said we must wear the mask. And what 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 hadith did they use for this year? They used the hadith that Nabi Salasam would sneeze and he would cover his mouth with a with a cloth. So that is the reason they give. The mujtahidin of our time they give the reason that that is the reason for wearing a mask. You must adopt. And don a mask. Because Nabi Salaam, when he used to sneeze, he is to cover his mouth. My brother, whichever ulama are those who are circulating this year, listen to this hadith. Nabi Salaam said, Man kadhiba alayya mut'amidan fal yatabawwa min minan nar. Whoever lies against me, whoever says something I did not say, then he must build his abode in the fire of Jahannam. Where in the fire of Jahannam, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did not, did not say, you must wear a mask. For who is this mask? This mask here is a parda for who? For women. Women must cover their faces. Not men. Men are not supposed to be in parda. Women are supposed to be in parda. This law of the kuffar is so, so funny that the people who were uh, propagating that Muslim women must not cover their faces, yet Allah Ta'ala imposed it on them that even the men are now wearing masks. They are imposing on themselves that they must cover their faces. Where Allah Ta'ala says the women must veil their faces, the, 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 the men, the kufar men, are also now veiling their faces. Let's go a little bit further. When the people of Jahannam are right there by the doors of Jahannam, and Allah Ta'ala, was, Allah, Allah Ta'ala says, بَعْضُ بَعْضُ And when they will start arguing among themselves there at the doors of Jahannam, they will be arguing and they will be blaming each other that you told me I must follow you. You said it's because of you. That is why we're going in Jahannam. And they will say, بل بل That those people who used to be followed, Those ulama who are advocating all the haram protocols and not the protocols of Allah and His Rasul, what they will say to their followers then? They will say that you never were believers. You never were believers in Iman. You always followed us. Sorry. Sorry, we can't help you today. Today we can't help you. (laughs) Imagine. They will tell their own friends, the people who uh, who used to follow them, that. You, 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 you are people common talking. You are very, uh, astray. Pauline. You are a stray nation. Imagine those people, uh, those people who you followed and you thought you were, uh, you, they were, they were your leaders and they're going to take you to on haq. And they thought that you thought that they were on haq and they're going to take you to Jannah, lead you to Jannah. And those same people are telling you, sorry, we can't help you now, but you used to follow us. And, uh, but you were never believers You were always on our side And those people would say no But you forced us You told us We taught you the ulama you, We taught you the, the righteous we, we, we taught you on the haq That is why we followed you Allah Ta'ala will settle his argument And say you all had your own brains You were given the, the, you were given the message of Allah and His Rasul And you were also given the message of Allah and His Rasul You had a choice And you had a choice You both had a choice You made your choice you know, one 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 um, uh, slip up of of, of Shaitan when Shaitan was chased out of Jannah, uh, out chased, chased out of Jannah, and he was spitting and fuming, and he was angry, and he was blaming Allah Taala for his um, uh, rejection. What he said: "Illa I will deviate everybody besides those who are muhkasin, those who are uh, sincere in the worship of in the of Allah. Except those people, I will not be able to touch them. So let us become sincere slaves of Allah Ta'ala. Slaves of Allah Ta'ala and not slaves of our nafs and not slaves of shaitan. Let us follow who? Allah is Rasul. We do not have to follow the protocols which are incumbent upon us. Which are made by who? Not Allah is Rasul. What is good for us is what is prescribed by Allah Ta'ala and Nabi. When we read Salah, the government did not say you must wear a mask. When we read Salah, the government did not say you must social distance. You are you are standing in front of Allah Ta'ala. You have to obey the higher law, the highest law, the higher law than the constitution of the country is Allah's law. Allah's law is the highest law in the world, in the universe, not only in the land. That is the law we're supposed to follow, the law of Allah and His Rasul not anybody else's law. So if you want to go to Jannah, there's only one thing we can do, one thing and one thing only, it's الله, follow Allah, follow the way of Allah, and Rasul, follow Rasul follow the way of Rasul And that is the way to attain Jannah and salvation from the fire of Jahannam.